This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yep, you're in the show. Everybody can see. I'll keep this on because tomorrow I'm going to use this. That's what Dave's using tomorrow. Exactly. Right, guys. Hello. Um, This is Talking Devils. I'm your host, Wayne Barton, joined by Manchester United legend Gordon Hill. How are you doing, Gordon? Are you all right? Yeah, very well. Very well with the the stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Well, something to talk about. Um, So we decided to jump on for a very, very quick reaction podcast. well, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been quite a day at Manchester United. Um, another disastrous result, another disastrous performance. Uh, United lost 4-1 to Watford. Um, before we get into sort of the crux of why we're here, if you're watching on the video, give it a like and subscribe on the channel. If you're watching live on YouTube, join in the comments section as well. We'll try and get to a couple of questions while we're on. It's only going to be a quick reaction pod um, because the news is obviously um, a reaction performance and result like that was going to make uh, things very difficult for Ollie to continue and it looks like the decision's been taken by the board to relieve him of his duties. We're expecting some kind of mutual um, confirmation, you know, mutual agreement announcement in the in the coming hours but by all intents and purposes all uh, a lot of reputable sources now reporting that um, we have indeed uh, decided to part ways with Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, I'll come to my reaction about it in a moment Gordon. I'm still trying to um, process a lot of things to be honest but um what what's your thoughts on on it 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 was inevitable um you can't go another um game with a with a disastrous result which came i think at half time i think the right had starting to be on the wall for the the board the people that are involved in making these decisions um it's their business but I think it had to come to a head. Everybody was thinking that he's turning the corner. You know, I'd love to have seen him turn the corner. But unfortunately, you know, that's football. Yeah, foot, that's, that's the beauty about the game. You don't know what's happening. And, um, you know, one minute you're up, next minute you're down. Um, as we've seen by the crazy results in today's or yesterday's or today's football, whichever it may be. But... The news didn't come as a surprise to me. Um, it was just a case of, um, did I expect it? I think I did. I think every former player has that feeling about a manager or about why. Um, I think the media has played up a hell of a lot to um, people that have been... In my day, it didn't come up that much. The manager got sacked. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. And then away you go. Now it's more of a, a massive great inquisition. And now it's the case mm-hmm. of saying, okay, we've got rid of, you know, we've, we, we, we need to make a decision. We've made a decision. Three people made the decision. They were sitting there and they said, listen, you know, are you going to drag this massive great club further down where people aren't going to be satisfied and supporters are not happy? Are you going to prolong the, uh, um, uh, the style of football that has not been played? Um, and, and and prolong it even further, Wayne. 
and what we've seen today is then make a decision. Um, I think regardless of the result, I think they'd have to be looking, regardless of the result. I mean, and no disrespect to anybody here, but the coaching staff at Man United just isn't good enough. You've got a, um, a lot of them out there, a lot of the coaches out there. They, they may be great in their own capacity, but not when you're handling such high volatile players as they are nowadays with the media and everything and and everybody you know having a having a uh, how can i say it? having a voice yeah which, yeah which which becomes frustrating after a while because you can only take a certain amount i think i think you could see it in the game today when i watched it that the the pressure that you could see in his eyes when a, when a player is 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 amazed or his eyes are look a bit tells me that he's worried and i think i saw that today at half time when they showed on the on the three coaches sitting there talking um i don't know what it is wayne but it, it it's something that i couldn't explain to you but i could feel it yeah um, and 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 i think the the players have done exactly the same but what i didn't want to see today was the was the the cheerleading section of the of 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 Bruno going around saying, "Don't look at him. Look at look at us." Well, you're all in the same boat. You wouldn't get us doing that with Sir Alex Ferguson or Tommy Doherty or Samat. It wouldn't happen that like that. So basically, what we were looking at was, you know, well, you know, you've got to accept that that when David De Gea gave the interview about not knowing what to do with the ball. That absolutely floored me, Wayne. They are professionals. They are getting very well paid for being top of their uh, top of their game, and they can't go back to simple football to get things right. They can't be they can't be asked to go back to simplicity. You know, five yard balls instead of fifty players. You know, going back to the basics, which. When you go wrong in a game, the first thing you do is go back to your basics. That's fundamentals. But for someone to come out and say, we didn't know what to do with the ball, as a professional for some of these guys that have been in a game for a few years, totally amazes me. It it amazes me completely. And I watched the game through and through. And I'm saying, well, you wouldn't hear the Watford players saying that. They were trying, they're trying to get out of the bottom. Yeah. And United yeah. are only seventh in the league and a couple of wins and they can start you know, striking again. So it, it's the fine line. Be, what is acceptable at Watford is not acceptable Man United. Man no. United are top, top Wayne. Man United, are top. they've got to believe they're top. I think the next person that takes this, that goes to the helm, has got to have a no-care situation, no-care attitude. I'm going in, I'm going to show them what I'm going to do, and I'm going to tell the players what I'm going to do. And this is what we're going to go for. Out and out playing football, out and out. The, I think that was missed. I think the boat was missed on that a couple of times, and we, we suffered for it. Let's. Um, so Ben's just put a comment in, hello, gents, sad day. It actually is indeed. Um, I, I'm very sad about it. I'll, I'll run through yeah. my thoughts on this quite briefly. Um Oh, everyone knows that I've, I'm generally I'm a supporter of the manager anyway, whoever the manager is. So I'll always get behind them. Um, 
obviously. I, I've I've looked at the last couple of seasons and I've thought I've seen progress. I saw we, you know, obviously the football's not always been great. There's obviously a few problems in that squad, but we were building. We were building. We went from third to second. And if you look at seasons as a whole, yeah, the football. I mean, the football was probably it's been good in patches basically, and the, the progression's been slow, but it's been there because you can track it. But the, obviously, the signing of Ronaldo and Varane mm-hmm. in particular this summer um, raised those expectations. They moved them. They moved the needle from saying, and Oli knew this. Oli knew this when he signed Ronaldo, because that's what happens when you sign a player like Ronaldo. The expectation moved to now challenge him for for the major trophies. Now that I still felt it was a little bit unrealistic with the squad that we've got, but that was still the that was the barometer nonetheless, and he knew that. You don't sign one of the greatest of all time without expecting that needle to move. Um, and obviously, I think in the weeks that have followed, I think there's been a general anxiety around the club that they're not ready for that. And I think a lot of players panicked that they weren't ready to make that move. Um, and maybe that's a lot to do with this disillusion. Um, we, we know where you've got this impasse where you're talking about, and De Gea is not the only one who's come out and sort of intimated mm-hmm. that the players don't really know what they're doing. Um, and I think that a lot of them, have been asked to take an extra responsibility. There's one thing that I've I've felt with Oli. Um, he's a player who, like you, Gordon, you know the responsibility of playing for the club. You know the standards of playing for the club. And I think what he thought with a lot of these players that the that spoke for itself. And so it was kind of like hoping that the reputation of playing for United yeah, would yeah, allow yeah. these players to sink or swim. So we get to this yeah. point now, the last few weeks, um, where where they've been sinking. And when I never thought it was a case of having to turn it around until maybe the City game, I still, I still, I felt the Liverpool um, result and performance was untenable. I expected him to go that week, but I still thought, it, well, it was a blip, not a blip in terms of oh, it's a one-off. It was a worrying sign. Like I said, I thought it should go. I don't, I don't think we can say a blimp because it's been coming. We've yeah. seen. Oh yeah, yeah. Seen, it was. You, you, you're gonna. I saw it ages ago that once you start mucking around with your formation, once you start mucking about with your lineups, it's very hard to get that same situation and expect consistency from players. And me as a coach, as a manager, as a professional coach, I look at it and say, I can't get consistency out of players that aren't playing. Yeah. And so he's got a rod for his own back because he's got such a squad that who do you pick this week? Who do you pick? Did he do well in training? Did he not do well in training? Let's get, you know, everybody's talks about the new signings. Well, they haven't materialised. These, these new signings. Is it because they haven't got playing time? Or is it because they're just not in the picture? So there's a lot of factors that go behind it. But what I did find that there was no consistency to maybe a win yeah, and then carrying on with, uh, you know, and, and, you know, the managers I played for, they would not change a side after it won. You don't change a winning side. That's what the word is. Now, today's football, you can change because you've got a big squad of say 24 players. But when I looked at the, looked at it, it was the tactics and the other side of it that I looked at that weren't together. There was no idea. There was no plan. I mean, we've always known at United that we've been a 4-4-2 outfit with wingers that we go on the side or other players come on the side. We're, we're, we're looking at players like um, Motosaka, who thinks he's a winger. 
and Luke Shaw that think they're winners, uh, wingers. Wan Bissaka, you mean? Uh, the right back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 wing they're trying to be wingers. They're not wingers. You know, people, they take, I look at it. Mo Salah plays most of his time on the right-hand side. But he scores goals coming in. So everybody says we'll, we'll have players coming in. We had Mason Greenwood, superb player, great left foot. Is it used? No. You're looking at other players, uh, Jaden Sanchez. We said this in an article a year and a half before he joined us, Wayne. He's got to learn to be able to play in the Premiership. This ain't, this ain't the Bundesliga. Yeah. So what we've seen is young players coming into it. And now all of a sudden, we're, we've, we've got a, comb a, a, a comb combination, sorry, combination of veteran players, middle players and young players. You've got Ronaldo there that can be the uh, messiah, so to speak, the master that can help the youngsters come into it and do very well indeed. I look at the squad and say, and just say we had today, we had Matic. And I looked and I went, Van der Beek could have done that. Van der Beek could have been in there. Yeah. But my, my opinion and my point has nothing, is, is irrelevant. It, 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 you know, it, they're going to do what they're going to do. So when I look at the situation as a, in general, Wayne, what Ollie's done, he's tried to build what he thinks is going to be a great squad. That great squad has got so many players that he's confused what his best lineup is. He can't get to that lineup. When he gets the result, he thinks, great. Then all of a sudden, it, it changes. And then we look, you know, if you're not going to play me, Wayne, I don't want to be around. No matter how much I'm earning, I don't want to be around. I want to play consistent football. And what I do see is players going out there. Today, Martial, come on. He looked as though he wanted to go home. I didn't understand the off-time subs, to be honest. I haven't right. understood his so, subs. Ah, so now that tells you the tactical side of it is not there because I would never have to, I would never have done that in the first place, played him. He was no. the same as bringing on Lingard as well. I, I mean, I've, I've talked to a couple Jesse of Lingard last yeah. week was spouted out. I watched the Sky Sports and, and, and Ollie said, oh, he's going to play. He's definitely going to get there. He's going to be... A, doesn't play until, say, 15 minutes towards the end of the game. Now, Jesse Lingard goes to West Ham and has a fantastic time down there and recovers some of his form. Comes back. Now he's sitting amongst the rest of them. And if you look very closely at the bench, their faces aren't smiling. No. Gordon, let, let's just come to a couple of comments yeah. quick. Um, yeah, for anyone watching this, um, me and Gordon will be on the show with Dave tomorrow and we'll be talking about this in more detail. We just wanted to post a quick reaction to the news about Ollie. Um, just a couple of comments, so we'll come to these as quickly as we can, Gordon. Uh, Michael Morris says, uh, really interesting to hear your thoughts. Thanks for hosting this. No, no worries. Um, I'd ask you, would you put most of the blame on the players for their lack of effort or fully on Ollie? Um, I'll, I'll just say, Briefly, I think uh, that's, there's a share. I think there's always a share with that. Um, and Oli, obviously, I think at the moment, because it's careering out of control, it's one thing losing as we did to City and Liverpool. But then when you see it happen against a team like Watford, who uh, like they've been sitting ducks for most of the teams in the league, deeply concerning. And once the rot's set in, we've seen it before with different managers. We've seen it with Mourinho, with Van Gaal. You've got to make that. Unfortunately, like Gordon said right at the top of the show, it's football. 
that's when you've got to make the change. Um, what would you say, Gordon? I mean, just quickly on that, the, the players or... or, or... No, it's, it's both of them. Both. Yeah. Ollie should have taken control of this situation much earlier. Yeah. Didn't I mean, he said that as well with the with the players yeah. that he was bringing as well. Ben, ben asks them. didn't take control of it. Um, it, yeah. it. There's no transparency in what he's doing. Um, it's it's you don't know the lineup, and do do we do we um, do we feel it? Yes, we feel it as players. Exactly that. What you're yeah. talking about about the players feeling it? Is it the manager? Is it the players? No, it's both. They yeah. both go in. The manager tells the players exactly what he wants from them. But what I do get, what I do find struggle, I struggle with is we were always taught the basics and not once as that came out of go back to your simplicity football to get yourself right. I found that we didn't want the game today. We chased the game. Yeah. And There's no one taking responsibility for it, basically. You know yeah, that, that, no matter how you call it, simple terminology is like four words, uh, four letters, or five letters. You know, not good enough, no want, no desire, going yeah. through the motions. That yeah. becomes part of a player. That becomes, oh, you know, well, I'll get it later. We saw some players didn't want to track back. We saw some players not picking up. It's both. It, it's come to a head where both, both the manager and the players have got to take the responsibility here. Players should look at it and say, "Tell you what, like, yeah, it may be the manager not doing this, but for me and my performance, I've got to, I've got to go out there and show something. You know, I've got if if something's going to happen, I've got to be part of it. I am yeah. not going to let my teammates down." And unfortunately, they're all pointing the fingers at each other. Ben, ben asks um, a great question here. Uh, we all yeah, said Oli would live and die by the tr players he trusted. Sadly, they've let him down consistently when it mattered in the last three years. Yet, yeah, Ben, if you've been reading what I've been writing, I've been saying that all along. My concern was he was putting a lot of faith in players, and he was gonna, it was either going to turn out brilliantly, but the track record suggested that it wouldn't. Um, but he says Wilf McGuinness vibes very quickly. I think that's a very good shout that he does feel uh, Wilf took us to some semi-finals, yep. um, but ultimately they had this sort of feeling where he didn't quite have the um, authority to command the the big egos, the top players, and couldn't take United on. Maybe a little bit of luck in there as well. A lot of people. Well, if you look around. at it, if you yeah. look at it, Wayne, uh, very simply, Samat had his influence. Over uh, and 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 Wilf was just talking about that situation where he felt it. Yeah, Tommy Doherty killed that by not letting Samat have what he wanted and develop what he was going to do. So he had yeah. a very strong personality against what Samat was. Then all of a sudden we got this situation with and people have asked me with Sir Alex being around all the time. Does do we think that Ollie has followed what Sir Alex has advised or talked yeah. about? Ollie should be his own man. Ollie should be there. Ollie should make his. He says he doesn't, but it, you can see a mile away that he do, he's not his own man. So I look at it and say, if, if I can see it as a former player, and Wolf can see it as a former player. What do the players today think? Yeah. They no. must see it as well. Yeah. And I, I can guarantee you that I get, I get frustrated here, and I'm eight thousand miles from the game, and I want to, I want to kick the dog. 
excuse my, you know, I don't, I'm not going to kick the dog, but not clear. No, 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 no I, I lost her two years ago. So basically what I'm looking at is, is, is they're both to blame, both the players yeah. and the manager. The manager should have enforced what he wanted earlier and been stricter, not played favoritism with any player because they, players will cost you your job. Yeah. So let, players let's talk about... players in this situation will cost him his job. Well, um, so quickly to sort of wrap up, it comes up to this point from recent. This is um, the, really the crux of the matter. What everyone will be wanting to know, it really yeah. um, and, uh, will be no different to that. But um, Reese is asking for our opinion um, on the next United manager. I think I just want to give a little bit of um, thought on on the process that's led us to that moment because really. I, like I said earlier, I thought it was untenable after Liverpool. So if they've had a month to think about, because uh, everyone must have been looking at that and thinking, right, if it, we've got to make a change. And my, my, question, my question, Wayne, to you from me is he's had nearly two weeks to sort something out. The board or Ollie? Ollie. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, whatever and they've, they've been working on. And they've come back and they've lost 4 1. Yeah. Yeah. I rest my case on that one. Look, no, look, I'm, I'm with you. I was like he was saying that yeah, they've had a productive time, and they obviously look at look at what. Um, seen. A quick question from Navinia: The players, even after having awful performances, have constantly hid behind Ollie's back. With Ollie going and someone ruthless coming in, do you think these players are in for a reality check? I don't, yeah. Navinia. Well, I know Gordon might think differently. I'll tell you why I don't is because um, I, I honestly think that um, Ollie has been that smokescreen for them. And they've down. No, I'm not going to say down tools. I don't want to say that because it's too easy. But he's a convenient item player. Yeah, of course, because they're not getting questioned and their performance. Yeah. Tell, it as, tell it as it is, Wayne. He's going to be a scapegoat for them. Well, no, of course, no, of course, no, he is. No, no doubt about it. But what frustrates me most of all about it is, is that he's let it get to this situation without grasping it from the player side of it and producing yeah. it. But getting himself stuck into that team, getting the tactical and the nous to be able to do it is completely different. You look at all, all I'm going to say, and no more, is look at all those staff, coaches, resumes. And I'm going to say no more. Yeah, okay, so... Let's um, get back to Reese's point about who will be next United manager. And I just want to finish off on the point I was making about um, the, the journey to get to this. Like you said about what Ollie's been planning to do. Well, what have the board been planning to do? Who have they been looking at? Who's the person now that's going to make us look in the next couple of weeks or the next, really, next few days because they're going to make that decision soon. They're saying that Fletcher's going to be in charge for a Champions League game. So oh, they're, they're taking the next yeah, the next two or three games, the next two or, two, two or three days to figure out what they're going to do with this. Um, they've my one hope is that this is an appointment that's been planned that they've looked at this properly and it's not just going to be. And I, I really don't know because I don't want to start saying, like, you know, I've made a couple of comments on social media about oh, maybe not this person, maybe not that yeah. person. I think reserve judgment until I see who it's going to be. Um, I don't want to sort of say I want this and I want that. Um, yeah. But um, Gordon, obviously, Reese is asking. You're the legend here, and you've—I think you've commented earlier that you think Zidane might get the job, uh, or he'd be your I choice. Would, I, I, I think you've got to have a person that's going to come in and take no nonsense, and 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 lay the law down. I think it's a case of then surely now they've they've 
the, the, the board or the public company have just said, listen, we've got to bring somebody in that's going to be a hard nose. And mm -hmm. and to run United and to be on that field with the with the top players, so to so-called top players, and and you you're going to go in there and you've got to lay the law and you've got to lay all all your demands and you've got to bring these so-called superstars down to earth because reality is round the corner, and if reality is round the corner, there's a case of saying, listen, you players aren't good enough. I'm going up, and the manager will. Look at players that he wants that will create his plan or his next attack. But for me, Zidane, bring him in, get him, get it, tell him, just say to him, he'll have this respect from most of the all the squad, everybody yeah. at the club, yeah. he'll have respect. Um, Tottenham did it with Conte. Uh, you've seen uh, Eddie Howe up at Newcastle going. You've seen. Dean Smith go at Norwich, get results from their first time in. We need somebody united. We couldn't have a Dean Smith. We couldn't have a Steve Gerrard. Although they're doing great, they're doing good. You need somebody that is going to come in and whether you're hiring for a week or for three years or for five years, is going to lay the law down and is going to be real hard about it and is going to be vicious. It has to be vicious to get success at United. Yeah. Um, and, I, Jason, and I don't mean vicious in the way of like abusing everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. in his decision. Ruthless. It needs to be ruthless. ruthless. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Ruthless. And to me, I, I see that. But um, hey, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's only me. Uh, Jason Prime says, surely being a public company, they must already have a replacement lined up. Well, they didn't with Jose Mourinho. And that's my big concern is that they when they fired Mourinho, even though it was the right decision because that got even worse than this, it was still a risky de decision to, to yeah. take when there wasn't an obvious replacement. And that's why I'm thinking, hopefully this time, they've got an obvious replacement because that's the um, thing that concerns me. Before they make this uh, replacement, I think they, 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 they got to vet out all the staff that he's going to bring with the winning mentality. Oh yeah, uh, that's another thing as well. The that staff that going to need to be a, a change of staff. Yeah, they're going to have to buy buy into it. It's not a yes sir, no sir, because we're seeing that at the moment, and yeah. it's uh, and they sit there three of, and I get so frustrated sitting on the bench, hand hand behind there, you know, talking about something. I don't care what you talk about. We're looking at football. We want the football that we're used to seeing and playing. So why are you? Why are, you know? Well, we better move this camera over there, or this player's not playing well. Just say it. I would just yeah. say it. he's not doing the job. You know, yeah. be honest. Be face to face with people, not hide behind people. James, but, no, no, you're right, Gordon. Um, James Glanville says um, lack of leadership throughout the club, far too many words and no action from correct. supposedly key players. Yeah, it's, that's endemic now that's in the club, correct. and that's the best James. That that is. That is spot on, mate. I'm yeah, telling um, you, there are there are too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Um, before we go, um, let's just have. I mean, we said earlier that me and Gordon are going to be on the show tomorrow yeah. with David. So David, giving him his formal name, Dave. Um, so we'll just before we obviously there's going to be more information coming out uh, between now and then. But this is like a reaction just to the news that Ollie's losing his job, and I just wanted to sort of end this. Um, this quick reaction, really, to sort of talk about. Well, first, I'll give my thoughts, and I'll let Gordon give his. Um, 
I want to sum up what I think of Ollie's reign. Um, he came in when the club was really at a low. There was a lot of toxicity in that dressing room. Um, and he, you know, that, that football, um, I know it's not been great recently, but for the football in the four years before Ollie took over was the worst that I've ever seen at the club. So, um, he, I mean, people say he did more than, you know, he did, he put some smiles on people's faces and that was about it. No. It's more than that. In the first few weeks and the first few months, I thought he showed a lot of tactical nows, even with players who weren't going to be there for the long term, like he was putting Lukaku on the wing, and he was getting results. We were, he, in big games, he was doing quite well. Um, and then he's got his signings and he's been backed, um, and we progressed, like I said. I, I saw progression. I wanted us to get one of those trophies, really, because it'd kick on, because it'd make him, like we were talking about, um, Wilf McGuinness, that that yeah. little look in getting over the line and getting a trophy would have made all the difference in terms of making him look like a serious, yeah. a serious contender. It didn't happen, and it's a results business. Oli played for Manchester United for a long enough time to know that that's the reality of playing for the club and, and managing the club. He knew that the results, if they weren't, or the results on the performances, if they weren't there, especially the way that he's talked this season, he knew the standards of the club. He knew what he was setting himself up for when he signed a player like Ronaldo. He's like, okay, this is the way it's going to be. These are standards there. And we haven't pre- progressed, unfortunately, and we are moving backwards. And in, in these times, what Gordon said it earlier about the, the squad management, it's like he's... You can tell that there's panic in the decisions and, and there's been panic in the selections and the formation changes, the, the use of the subs when a lot of them have been like Van der Beek and Sancho were, were brought on against Atalanta with a couple of minutes left. And it wasn't quite throwing the players under the bus, but it felt like you weren't giving them a proper chance and you were calling on them in times of desperation. And it yeah. was looking desperate. And, um, you know, unfortunately, um, this is this is it. All, you know, Hey, you, you don't sack the squad, you sack the manager, unfortunately. Yeah, for me, it ain't going to be the first. It ain't going to be the first. It ain't going to be the last. Another, no. manager, another manager bites the dust. Another manager gets a very, very, very good payoff. So, so it, it's no complaints. He, he give it his all. It didn't work. Say thank you very much, you know, and, and move on. Um, you look at it, it's, it's um, uh, a happy player is, is, will give you everything he's got. And uh, it looked sometimes as though Ollie was their teammates rather than their boss. Yeah, would you say it's fair to say, in summary, that um, again we'll articulate this longer on the show with Dave tomorrow. But mm-hmm. he did a decent job, but not a successful. Ollie got Ollie got Ollie got his uh, apprenticeship very early then yeah. into what it's like to be at the top club. Um, you learn it in different clubs. On his way through, I mean, he learned it at Cardiff City that, you know, you you can't you can't in this game afford to go down. And especially but when you come to say, for instance, from Cardiff mold to Man United, it's a different world. And and you're put in that different world and the scrutiny is on you. Man United, the scrutiny was always on him. He, He sorted it out with a bit of settlement, got a few games under his belt. But it it it's miss it was missing that winning mentality, which I I saw coming into it as I saw the players and watched some of these players. You know they're great when they're winning, but they're absolutely awful when they're losing and they don't know how to get out of it. 
Yeah. And I looked at it and it was like, let's take one match at a time. And then if we do well, we'll carry on. But we'll change the lineup instead of saying, right, these are going to be this. He's got 24 players. If those players want to play on that field, they've got to be better than the players that are on that field. You either get substituted because you're tired, you're injured, or you get sent off. So if you're producing it on that field, the person that's on that track in on that bench should be trying twice as hard to get in the team. Now that's what you call competitiveness. That's competitive. That's comp that's competition. It didn't it didn't show for me. It didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah. I thought that it was just a case of okay, you take your tracksuit off, warm up. We'll give you a crack at here, and, and you know, and you look at the frustration on the players. You're not dealing with kids. You're dealing with experienced professionals that 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 they would rather be playing than take some of the money. I know they're getting fortunes, so they better start producing it. And I think if they're not producing it, then they don't play. That's where you've got to break it up. If you're not playing, you come to me. You're not. You're. You're definitely not going to get a game. You've yeah. got to put a little bit more in. What you do Monday to Friday gets you in on a Saturday. Not. I'll oh, forget about the week. But my name is such and such. He's going to play me any road. That don't work. And what we need at the moment, we need that that endeavour. We need that that fight. That want. That desire. You know. Put everything to the side, because I know that if you do that with United supporters, they will see it, and they will they will know which way you're going, even yeah. if you may not have the full extent of what you want to do. They can see that you're trying to get there. I, with Ollie, saw ups and downs, hills and bumps. I just never saw where where the ink it was going up and up and up. The, the players, to me, were regressing. Every time it looked like it was going up, we got a big bump. We That's, get. And then, yeah. it, and then if you look at the players, they're regressing. Yeah. And then they start to talk. And then the worst thing you do is when they get in the changing rooms, I can tell you, when you're sitting in the changing room, you've got stuffed. There's nobody, nobody more upset than the players themselves. But this has happened too many times. And now what's happening is the, the fingers are being pointed. You know, you're getting people. So basically, it, he, he's done what he could. He's, he's come to he's come to his level. Yeah, that's his level. Bless him. You know, I, I, and as I said, if it's true what they say, then you're going to bring in somebody that with a with a don't care attitude. I want to win because that's what that's what Man United want again. Don't care attitude. I want to win. I'm going to go at City. I'm going at Liverpool. I'm going at Chelsea. I'm going to Stamford Bridge for a result. That's what that's what the club and the supporters want. Yeah, they won't mind you being beaten, Wayne, providing you put up a good fight for it. Yeah, and, and I'm yeah. afraid I'm afraid we've seen too many go blows come along and say, yeah, okay. And don't forget, which I make a big point in, they played a lot. They paid a lot of money. For players that are average, yeah. a lot of money. And now we're seeing, can they really play? Can yeah. they really step up? Because being a Man United player and being a Brentford player, two different worlds. Might be in the same league, but I can tell you, it's a different world.
Uh, playing like Brentford would be a step up at the moment, but um, it's what I it is. Um, I hope they do because the next guy, if it's a, if they'll, they'll find out, players will find out the softness of the manager yeah. very, very quickly. Whoever that may be, by the way, we're talking about going to be. Um, I don't know. Could be somebody that they've had lined up. But you've got three people making decisions. They better make sure that all that backroom staff that he wants to bring has got the same mentality as the front man. Because otherwise, you're just going to get friction again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But I, I, it's a non, it's a, 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 a you know, a, a non-worry. It's a, for me, it's a non, um, uh, it's a non-care attitude, so to speak. I'm in there. You've hired me to do a job. And I'm going to get it, and I'm going to hurt people on the way. Yeah, that's um, that's it for this. Uh, me and Gordon will be back tomorrow with Dave to talk about um, things. As we, you know, Dave will have some questions for us, and um, things will be a little bit more clear. Um, if you want my thoughts on the match earlier, they're on the website, talkofthedevils.co.uk. If you've enjoyed watching this, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe. I really appreciate everyone to join in the conversation tonight. Um, I know it's late, um, but I thought we'd join on and get a little bit of a reaction here because I know that people uh, would like to hear United Legends thoughts and I wanted to hear Gordon's thoughts. It's always good to talk to him. Um, Yeah, if you've been watching, give us a like and subscribe. If you're listening back on the audio podcast, please give us a rating and review. And we'll be back tomorrow, me and Gordon, to talk about the... Anybody, any any questions that you want to ask, please ask them. Don't yeah. be, don't 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 sit back. You got some, you know. If you do, if you don't agree, then please let us know because your opinions. Everybody's got an opinion, and you know I value the opinions, and I'll give you my opinion. I'm straight. I'm honest. I'm straight to the point. Um, but uh, today was a sad day for a lot of people. For me, I'm afraid to say it's football, and that's the way the cookie crumbles, and it. I think it will always be that way because I've had some great managers. And I've had some poor managers. So make out what you want. I agree with Gordon. Sad day for Manchester United. Um, it'll continue to be a sad 24 hours and we'll be back within that 24 hours to talk about it a little bit more. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys. And we'll be back tomorrow. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.